Welcome to Casual Swinger. If you're under 18, the following podcast is not appropriate for you. The subjects and language are for mature audiences only. If you're not mature in nature, just make sure you're old enough to vote. We don't take ourselves seriously, ever. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any opinions or statements made on this podcast, our website, or our blog. It's all in fun, folks. This isn't Dr. Phil. Now, consider yourself the listener properly advised. Welcome back to Casual Swinger, and I'm Mickey. I'm Mallory. And we're doing this for the third time today because we've been <laughs> screwing around. Oh, man. Coming back to reality after 10 days at Hedo leaves your brain a little foggy, and apparently our electronics as well. Uh, everything is foggy right now. 10 days at Hedonism. Can you believe it? Uh, I can, and I miss it already. Yeah, I uh, I woke up this morning and, and walked into the kitchen and said, where's my bartender with my dirty banana? <laughs> Interestingly enough, Mallory leans through the window in the kitchen and goes, fuck you, make it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But we're back. We're back from Hedo. We've got more stories for you guys. I know you guys really enjoyed that one time at Hedo episode, judging by how many times you downloaded it. So we're going to talk a little bit more about it. And you're probably going to get sick of it because we've got a bunch of things coming up in addition to where we've been. And, you know, we've gone on some dates and talked to a lot of people from the country that are in the lifestyle. So we're going to talk about some of that today. But we only have an hour. So we can't go crazy. Yes. So we can't cover it all. No, but we are going to get into a lot of interesting things. So what's coming up now? Why don't you tell everybody? So we have some surprises in store for our listeners. Uh, first being, we get to interview some people at the resort that have been going since before it became hidden hedonism. So I think that's going to be very interesting. It's going to be a special episode outside of our regular cadence. And anyone who has been or is thinking about going, this is uh, some good information in there. And we're really excited about it. We have a few people on tap as well as a new series regular that we're super excited about. Oh, wow. She's right. So, you know, with the the living history of hedonism, too, we did some interviews at the resort that were so good and so interesting. And one of the folks that we interviewed has been there 38 years. He's been going and he stays for six to eight weeks at a time since it was Negril Beach Village. So it was it was so interesting. We're like, wow, we need to do some more of this. So we started seeking out other people. Yes. And we were like, this is not a podcast. This is going to be a series. So we're probably going to turn it into a blog. We're going to find some old pictures and really help you guys understand why this is such a special place for so many people. And it spans multiple generations. Yes. People who whose kids now go there, whose parents went there. Yes. And how the, the resort still stays relevant, which was probably one of the most interesting factors because the differences as far as the style, the accommodations and the volume of people has drastically changed, but the spirit is still there. Right. So, and then of course our new series regular, who is a professor of sexuality. He's a former porn star. He's an artist. He's He's amazing. And I'm so excited to have him on the podcast. Yeah. He's going to be a new regular for us. We're going to bring him to you pretty regularly. Help to help us answer questions, not just about the lifestyle because he is a legend in the lifestyle circles, but he's also brilliant. He's a really smart guy and he's uh, really intuitive and a lot of fun for us to hang around. So we're going to do that. 
and honest. I love his honesty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a no bullshit kind of guy. Exactly. But this episode is all about the faces and places and the things that we did at Hedonism. And, uh, of course, get your finger out of my ass is one of those things that came up. (laughs) So So maybe we should cover that really quickly since you brought it up. We had amazing neighbors. We had a room right on the beach. And they had a great time. They met some friends there. They played. And I snuck outside for like two minutes to have some peas and just relax after a long day of playing and and partying. And I hear, what did he say at first? Well, it, so I was in the hot tub and you were smoking. And uh-huh. we were, were kind of just sitting there on the deck. And they came back and started playing. And they didn't know we were there. No, we tried to play it cool because nobody wants to ruin somebody else's O. No, and so they're in the hot tub, and she's a, and she had a gravelly voice, right? Oh, yeah, she's kind of like mm, mine right now. Ah, oh, and she's ah, 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 It sounded like Marge's sister was getting laid in the hot tub, and, and, and I hear, yeah, I hear him say, "Nobody's following on my watch." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not following on my watch. And then she goes, "Well, get your finger out of my ass." We died. We absolutely died. We gave it away. We ran back in the room. <laughs> we were falling down laughing. <laughs> She's sitting there trying to come and I guess he caught her and put his hand up her ass or something. I, don't I, know I think he read that situation wrong. Yeah, that was not. So. The, yeah, yeah, sir, you you that read wrong. Yeah. And it went right up her ass. So it was a great time. Uh, that's just one of the crazy things that happened to us. We laughed so fucking hard, though. I don't think we got to go to sleep anytime soon. No, that, we but. didn't. Um, but we did get to meet the average swingers, which is definitely one of the biggest highlights for the trip for me. Oh, definitely. So that, yeah, that kind of gets us into the faces of hedonism for us and, and uh, the first faces. Yeah, Jay and, Jay and Angie. Oh my God, you guys, I, if you happen to lip and, listen to lip, lip and try that, listen to this episode, you guys uh, made the trip for us. You did. We absolutely love you guys. Can't wait to hang out again. Yeah, Jay has zero fucks to give, which if you guys spend any time around Mallory and I, you'll know that I'm the same way. I will do just about anything for a laugh, especially if it's our job. Absolutely shameless, the both of you. <laughs> I love so, it. So this Hot. dude, uh, do you, I tell you what, let's do this. Why don't you tell everybody what your favorite, because uh, Jay did a bunch of shit, and then we'll talk about my, what my favorite thing that Angie did was. And then <laughs> okay. we'll kind of talk about how we spent time together, because we really did, you know, they were really cool. They knew we were hosting so they didn't, you know, they, they weren't like, hey, you have to entertain us. Um, not that we minded because we loved every minute we spent. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, but, there were a lot of moments that we were, you know, very busy getting stuff ready and getting the party started. But they were a great addition. And I'm so glad for the moments we got to hang out. So, again, Jay is totally shameless. And I don't know that I can pick one because Guitar Hero, which is a poolside game where we had a guy stand up, get dressed up like assholes and play their dicks like they were, you know, shredding on a on an electric guitar, which was absolutely hilarious. But we had an afternoon game that the ECs ran and Jay got up in his single ladies dance for everyone out there. He's got a down pat. Oh, God. It was so ridiculous. Fantastic. He even tucked. Yeah, he tucked. It was great. And then he gets to the end, right? So it's guys versus girls and the girls have to pretend like they're guys and the guys have to pretend like they're girls. So uh, everyone's interpretation was different. (laughs) Oh, so good. So one of our, our, we have a lounge singer from New York city in our group who is just, she's a former actress and she's, well, she's a current actress, but she's amazing. And she gets to the end and kind of stands there jacking off, you know, like, cause that's all guys do apparently in women's eyes. (laughs) So she gets in the end jacking off and, and Jay runs over and drops to his knees and, uh, 
uh, I, he whispered something in her ear. So, I mean, I guess we these had two, no idea what he said. Yeah. yeah and it no turns idea. out his, his cup is full of beer. He hands it to her and she shakes it and all this foam goes all over. Blows her load all over <laughs> his face and chest. And he just kind of falls backwards into the pool. Fucking hilarious. It was yeah. a great time. Crowd went wild. Uh, and uh, I'm pretty sure that she won the whole thing. So I'm pretty sure she did for yeah, the girls. Yeah. It, it was a really good time. Uh, but I think my favorite was, you know, we put him in Guitar Hero in the lineup, which thanks, Jay, for being a great sport and playing my game. Uh, but he gets up uh, for Guitar Hero and he's between a guy we call the Ark because he has a giant cock. Huge. And uh, another dude who was not poorly endowed. And Jay kind of looks to his left and looks to right and goes well i guess i'm playing the air ukulele (laughs) (laughs) just starts jamming so we called him jay walking for that trip and we'll get into that here in a few minutes but you know we did an interview with these guys which was a lot of fun that Uh, was so much fun so maybe we'll bring some snippets of that interview to you guys somewhere down the pipe but i want to see what they're going to use first because technically it was their interview so yes uh and they they you know recorded every day so i'm interested to hear what their feelings on the trip were but when we talk about you know other podcasters we did have those guys with us at Hito, but there was another trip going on at the same time yeah people were down at uh desire pearl in mexico and and unc had a challenge didn't you we did uh so those guys hashtagged their trip dp 2018 so if i don't hear a single story about dp coming out of that trip I think you guys fucking failed. Okay. So we absolutely need to hear about your DP experiences at DP 2018. But we had another hashtag. That hashtag was hashtag Hedo versus desire. And Hedo versus desire was how C and I had our little picture war about Hedo versus desire. And I think she was scheming. I think, I think so too. Cause I think she, like maybe the, the thing she wanted to slide in there was capturing the moments from the trip. Yeah, and we did. And reserving them to memory. We really took more photos than I think we've ever taken. Ever. I think aside from our dirty pictures, we didn't really take any photos. I took so many pictures of your pussy. You always do, though. I know. I I literally, (laughs) I think I could probably draw it in clay at this point. But, uh, you know, it's funny because because of that thing that we did with C, that Twitter battle, C is, by the way, swinging down under. And uh, we love those guys. But that thing she had us do... It kind of changed the trip for us in a way. It did. And it got other people in our group involved. Very much so. Everybody wanted to kick Desire's ass. (laughs) Yeah. So that Twitter battle, if you guys are interested, you go to Twitter and just look for hashtag Hedo versus Desire and you guys are going to see some pretty cool pics. Um, I actually got a message from C at one point. He's like, enough with the legit PR pics already. I just wanted you to do some like basic photos. And I'm like, fuck basic. I'm trying to win. Yeah. Mickey doesn't do anything unless it's all the way at 100 miles an hour. So but it was so cool. So I want yeah. to send out a big thank you if you guys are listening. Jay and Angie, C&D, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, our Naughty Escapades, that couple next door all you guys down at desire who just i mean you guys killed it i've listened to uh you know actually most of the episodes i've listened to lately were from podcast of palooza uh really sad that we did that we missed that but we didn't miss out this time we had a great Hedo versus desire battle going there with us and the other podcasters but we're going to get into some stories now from some yes. of the faces of Hedo outside of jay and angie um uh, and i'm going to let you tell uh the first one which uh, we call pizza winky yeah <laughs> 
And I almost hate calling this out because that's the guy's nickname, but it was so funny. We just can't help it. So we had some new faces on this trip and it was a great mix of people. And I love that they pushed the boundaries and I love that they were so free spirited. So M&S found a couple that they were interested in. Um, S and the dude were kind of off to the side. I don't know that they were feeling it, but M and the girl were ready to throw down. So they're getting at it and the husband walks up with a cheese pizza. I mean, he's got this girl splayed out. Um, He's railing her. her. And, And the husband hands him would you like a pizza? I got your pizza for you. Would you like a slice? Like in the middle of this. And poor Em is like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm laying pipe to your wife and you're trying to hand her a slice of pizza. Do I look like I want a fucking pizza right now? <laughs> He's like, I had a half of mine to flip her over and put her on her back and eat it myself. <laughs> no, that mind was you, great. Mind you, S is like, uh, and you want to know why I didn't want to play? Because you were more interested in pizza than having sex. Right. Uh, and uh, so poor Pizza Winky, uh, I, I believe M did not even get a chance to finish because he was too busy laughing. Like you really, really. Uh, really yeah, you know, I'm not sure. Because the next thing I saw is I saw M and S in the cold pool. Because remember, she was bent over backwards. In the oh, cold that's pool, right. And he was all up in it and having a really good time. That's right. That's right. Well, M actually had a pretty epic trip oh because God, it was you, we had two birthdays at the Friday pool party and so, three anniversaries. We and missed two three of them. anniversaries. So we had people up there and uh, we do like a rum cream body shot slash. I ended up turning it into like a slip and slide. I thought you used M as a slip and slide. I did. I did. Which, I mean, he was kind of a hairy dude. I'm surprised you were that lubricated. I had rum cream from the top of my head to the front of my knees. I mean, uh, yeah, so he, he got the set full. this up for you guys. So a couple of things happen. First of all. We had birthdays, we had anniversaries, and then we've got this guy who uh, I'm going to give you his rock and roll name, his rock and roll name, because he did participate in the uh, Guitar Hero game. Yes. And so he was Crazy Ken in the Guitar Hero game. Yes. And uh, Crazy Ken uh, is a hoot, right? And he's he's just a little Indian dude that just cracks us up. Uh, he's always a super nice guy. Uh, obviously, that's not his name, but he's, uh, he's, he's super cool. We love him to pieces. He participates in everything, every theme night, every game and uh he was up there dancing when we started setting up for this event so we called oh, them that's right birthday boys up birthday boys were m and l <laughs> and m and l come up and we lay out these towels and we proceed to have now we've got some hot women in the rascals uh, we're pretty lucky yeah. and they're awesome I, we got some smoking, hot, smoking hot and they all wanted to play because everybody loves l yeah. he got he got engaged last year one year ago this day yeah so what i love the most was so crazy ken sees this he gets a towel lays down and goes me too it's not even his fucking birthday. <laughs> like he was ready. So I, I get down and I'm like, crazy Ken, crazy Ken. Is, is it your birthday? And he goes, we're just going to see what happens. <laughs> so uh, they bring out these bottles of rum cream and they proceed to douse these gentlemen in. Oh, yeah. We had cream. it. 
yeah, pouring out a girl's ass cracks and like oh, we're and taking the shots out of their belly button. Girls are sliding around their mouth all over and, them. And then, of course, the gentleman's own ladies got up and started giving them rum cream blowjobs. Yes. So there's blowjobs going on on the side of the pool. Girls are sliding all over these dudes. Yeah. And I wouldn't then, call it a lap dance. It was more like a chest dance. And because it was M's anniversary also, S was up there providing a, a nice oral service to him. And he flips her over and goes, drives his face into her crotch. <laughs> I'm walking by with the mic in my hand and he looks up at me like he's surprised. And he looks like a fucking Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> So, of course, I had to say something about it. So he was Krispy Kreme for the rest of the trip. <laughs> Magically delicious. I called them Lucky Charms. Oh, God, yeah. But I tell you what, those two guys had the best birthday ever. They had four or five hot girls apiece crawling all over them. And uh, it ended up being one of the coolest rum cream baths I've ever seen. But the thing that uh, really killed me was we had two or three more anniversaries out there. Uh, one that I, I can call out uh, is Super Dave. Yes. Uh, Super Dave and his wife were amazing. We met them a few years ago. And uh, this dude looks like Trace Adkins. He's massive. He's just a really tall guy, long yes. blonde hair, country as shit. And uh, just awesome dude. Uh, he, he loves hanging out and he loves being a rascal now. So yeah. they're new to us. Yeah. But. And they bring like their own group with them. They've been traveling together for years and years. And their vibe is just out of this world. Like I can't wait to see them and like take them out for a beer because I can't wait another year to see them. No, not at all. And they have the Hito superheroes is what they call themselves. Yes. Uh, and we have one of their, uh, one of their floaties, I think still. <laughs> <laughs> So who else did we see? Because I think, you know, we saw my favorite Hedo celebrity. I know. Chris Santilli returns. Uh, so excited. She was with the Buttcrackers this time. She yes. showed up late. Yeah. So if you didn't know, Chris Santilli wrote The Naked Truth, um, a book about hedonism, too, which we've talked about previously on this podcast. But great news, guys. We have a release date for you. It's December 15th, the third edition. Oh, so excited. So that is the book. If you guys didn't listen to One Time at Hedo, that's the book that I use to get Mallory interested in Hedo in the first place. Uh, and uh, I just kind of handed it to her and, and crossed my fingers and hoped I wasn't going to die. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a fantastic book if you've ever thought about going or if you just like reading about the resort of the lifestyle. It's fantastic. Grab a tissue because you'll be crying not from emotion, but from laughter. Yeah, don't drink anything carbonated while you're reading it. Actually, I think the book's right behind you on my bookshelf. It is. We have the first edition right here. Yeah, it's right behind you. But so I am a total fanboy for Chris. Uh, every time I get to talk to her, I, I'm literally it's like Christmas morning. I just sit there and, and talk to her and and we talk about the things we do, which that's one of the things. I love about her because she knows that that I'm a, I'm a writer and I like to give you know scope to stories and uh, so we sit there and exchange like how our year was when we get to see each other one of my favorite people in the whole world to talk to and we're going to actually have a conversation with her very soon uh, if we have to do it over the internet we will but uh, she lives close to where I work so I'm going to try and get a naked truth in yes. with Chris yeah and, that would be a great episode yeah to, to really kind of dig in a little bit on the book and, and some of those things but uh if you do want to check out that book, check out her website at Chris, that's C-H-R-I-S, Santilli, S-A-N-T-I-L-L-I.com. I'll put that in the show notes as well for you, but you can get that book today. 
And honestly, uh, I know that she had her notebook out when she and I were talking. So uh, she may edit it some more between now and when that <laughs> book comes out. She got a couple more stories from Mallory and I. Yeah. Yeah, was... she's great. Love her to pieces. The audiobook is out, but the actual book isn't being released until December 15th. But you can go ahead and add your email and they will send you um, a response and give you a link to purchase it. It is the best avenue to buy the book is direct. No doubt. So... In the faces and spaces at Hito, we always see other tour operators and there's other hosts, host couples, things like that. But this time, they were thick as flies. They were. And it was off the chain. I cannot remember the last time we've been there and got to see all of those faces in the same week. Uh, Mark and Carly were there. If anyone's down here in the Orlando area, they do the Secrets Party. They did the Bliss Cruise and they take tours down to Hedonism. Um, We had, of course, Jason and Heather with the Dirty Pervs, who we fucking love those motherfuckers and if you know them you know why that phrase has to follow their names sub motherfuckers yeah right and of course our Jim and Rachel who run Rachel's Rascals and uh, John Gross was there with the Fluffernutters and we came right after um, Char's Travel was there Char had just left when we got there so so many operators in one place so many faces you know Mark and Carly were there uh, just when we got there then they left Hito flew to Fort Lauderdale got on the bliss boat and came back. Yeah. I mean, those guys live in Vegas and work all over the country. They do. Two of the hardest working people in the business. Um, if you've ever seen Mark and you didn't recognize him, he's got a, a blonde mohawk. You can't miss the dude. Yeah, you really can't. No, it's hard to miss him. And he's he's got a great, crazy personality. So he was there. Jason and Heather, I can't say enough good things about those guys. Uh, they they lay down and die for their people. Literally, they would. Literally. They would do anything. And Jason is is a friend first to everybody. Uh, we had this party uh, that we're going to get into here in a couple of minutes after the break talking about, uh, you know, it was the largest nude party in the history of, of hedonism. Of hedonism. Period. It's crazy. And we emceed the damn thing. We did. Uh, which is just a huge honor, number one. Number two, uh, you know, Jason offered to stick around yep. past his week and DJ that party for us. Dude, he just freaking threw it down. One of the best DJ sets I've ever heard. And by the way, that's the fourth anniversary because Jason and Heather's anniversary was that week. Yes, that's true. Because their their anniversary anniversary followed that Sunday. Yes, it did. Yeah. So that's one more anniversary we didn't get to do a rum cream bath for. But I tell you, uh, Jason slayed it. He stayed up all night and all morning doing special mixes and mashups. And God, what a badass thing he did. But we're going to talk about that party in a couple of minutes. But Jim and Rachel, uh, you know, if, if those guys are listening to this podcast, you know we love you uh just so much work went into this trip and yeah guys, they busted their ass to pull this off and it, it went over like gangbusters we're really proud of you guys thank you for letting us host yeah that's uh, one of the coolest things that, that we get to do is host our rascal family yes uh, and and it really was a rascal family this time everybody got together and got a group picture and i think i still missed 20 or 30 people in that picture uh, oh easily it was you know it's hedo and everyone's feeling at the sexual peak and there's so many new friends that you're meeting it's like herding cats you're never going to get everyone in the in the same place at the same time so we did the best we could yeah we did but it still broke my heart but, a little bit you know but. all the other faces we saw this week i mean we had you know my indian beauty there who Aww. really is the essence of hedo um you know the the 
the new friendships, she does this pay it forward thing that someone did to her. She wears this hat that's very special that was given to her on one of her first trips and she wears it every trip. And because of that, when you're parting ways after you've met her, she sends you home with something. And it's funny because this has been very contagious and you see other people doing this and bringing stuff to pass out, whether it's to employees or other guests or new friends. And we're not talking about trinkets here. We're talking no. about beautiful jewelry. Yeah. I mean, she's so Sometimes kind. it's little, sometimes it's candy. It's it, it, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. I, I absolutely I just, adore her. Uh, yeah. And her smile. Mm-hmm. Just warms your heart. Bless she, her. She always apologizes. Am I bothering you by talking to you? Because, you know, I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, got great stories. Hell no. Keep talking. We're, yeah. we're loving this. So uh, we had Kay, a, the sexual diamond mo. Oh, my God. Yeah. On this trip, who was new to us, who we met. We'll get into stories about her later. Yeah. Kay, the sexual dynamo and how she won the week. You guys are going to hear more about her here when we get into the stories segment. But, yeah. you know, my my favorite guy, I think, uh, that, that we meet there, and he's a single guy when he comes, although he met a girl and she didn't make it with him this time, uh, is Jeff the body painter. Oh, yeah. Uh, you guys would have seen some of those pictures. If you check out some of our hashtag keto versus desire, I actually tagged a few of his pieces um i gave him a a great canvas in my belly but uh we did some really hilarious stuff this week uh jeff and i and he's so creative and so bright and so giving and uh he did a lot of beautiful stuff but my favorite story about jeff the body painter and i'm not going to run it too long so we don't run over but uh, we had a couple come to mallory and i two or three years ago who were they were a canadian couple And she had recently had surgery and she had a scar and she was so scared and so worried. Very self-conscious. Yeah. And and the security requires on the nude side that you be nude. And so they came over and they said, you need to be nude. She had her bottoms on and she explained that she had a scar that she was very self-conscious about. And it didn't matter to that particular security person. And she was losing her shit. And her husband came and found us. And uh, and so we were able to solve that problem, right? Yeah. So Jeff stepped up to the plate big time on this one. So he said, bring her over. We'll take care of her. And she wasn't with our group. Usually when you travel with our group, we have the body painter there. It's totally free. Other people that he charges for. Gets her in there, totally free. Paints this beautiful beautiful mural on her side covers up the scar she's a happy girl gets in the pool they ended up having the best trip ever they did uh he hugged us and cried and hugged us and cried and hugged us and cried but the thing that i love and the reason i'm telling that story is the other faces the rest of their group right yeah like e and j Yes, E and uh, J. And they've been traveling with us ever since. They have. E and, and J. And they keep bringing all these crazy cool people with them. So E and J came with us last year, but J got sick and they had to leave two days into their trip. So we reached out to them every day to check on her to make sure they got home okay, that everything was all right. That And uh, the thing that, that blew me away is they came back this year and they were so excited to be there and they were so awesome and they played every game and they dressed for everything. And as a result, not only them, but a couple they brought with them all run they all won rookie of the year. They did. Yeah. So they we- did. They I they really did 
drive it home. I mean, big time. First time there, participated in everything, got to play, got to meet new people, were super sweet and social. I mean, the life of the party. I got a kiss every day. Yes, you did. Several <laughs> several kisses every day in many places. <laughs> That's right. What about Damien and Nisha? We can call them by name. Oh, hell yeah. Those guys are awesome out of Atlanta. They do um, O-Faces, right? Yes, yes, O-Faces. And that's, those are parties they throw. Do you know they throw those parties at their house? That's insane. Yeah, I mean, that takes uh, uh, some serious effort. So uh, I get it. You know, Mal, Mal had a little bit of a crush. On oh, him. I had a big crush on both of them. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, he, he's, uh, he's a stuttering schoolgirl. <laughs> he's, 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 a, he's a big, strapping, good looking dude. And uh, she's gorgeous. Oh, she's, my gosh. Uh, she's yeah, so beautiful. She's yummy. Yeah. So it was, yeah, you know, we were both like, hey. But they were leaving. Uh, they were leaving a good bit before we were. So, I donated one of my top hats to Damien. <laughs> yeah, I was really hoping to get a picture of the two of you together, but we'll have to save that for another time. I think we're twins. I think you are. Yeah, yeah <laughs> separated at birth. Yeah, very much so. Uh, so, tell our listeners all about Francine. Oh, we want Francine. So Francine is a waitress at one of the most popular restaurants there in the grill. Um, Catch a Falling Star or Ivan's. Um, Catch a Falling Star is the spa slash hotel. And it's not far from Rick's. And we go there every trip and see her and Francine works hard she's a single mom she's going to school and she's got one of the best damn smiles and senses of humor I've ever come across in my life so when we go on this cat cruise we all get the naked people on the boat to shout her name as we're outside the cliffs she's like a a celebrity now so you have a hundred people chanting we want Francine from the water this lady comes up and she's shaking it and waving and you can see her smile from the boat oh you can my favorite thing about francine is her foul ass mouth she does she she talks like a sailor (laughs) she's so much fun and uh so we stopped at ivan's to grab some food the last night there we told francine that she was the last person we were gonna see and she couldn't stop hugging us she actually had a table of 20 and she took us anyway when we got there she says hell no no one else is bringing you your dinner but me yeah she's amazing just so cool and you know not to you know bring too much of a point on it but you know there's a lot of faces if we didn't mention you here we've got a couple more folks we're gonna throw a shout out to but if we didn't mention you here it's not because we don't love you it's not because you weren't noteworthy it's because we only have an hour so if we could talk about every person that we met and fell in love with over the last 10 days we'd be here for six hours yeah that's true right so and we don't want to bore you guys either so let's talk about the arc Oh, the Ark. Yes. The mighty Ark. <laughs> Single guy. Um, we love him to pieces. And he managed to uh, scoop him up a unicorn. Yeah, he did. Well, she showed up and she's from Utah. I yeah. Mean, she's a Mormon, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> That was blasphemous, by the way. Oh, yeah. That's okay. blasphemy, isn't it? Oh, I'm going to be stricken down any moment, yeah. guys. Yeah. He's, um, he, he's got the right mentality, and he's he's a nice guy, and the way he approaches being a single dude, especially in an environment like that, is just spot on. Well, it, so this guy- Even if, with his creepy mustache. He did have a porn stash, Yeah, he? he did. 
Yeah, I had a name for it that I'm not going to use here on the episode, but I just yet he, he was doing it for Movember. So this is a, what kind of a guy he is. He's a pilot. He uh, is raising money for prostate cancer research from Movember and has this giant porn stash and wears it down to Hito. And, you know, you think to yourself, maybe that's going to cause him some trouble. But his dick walks into the room, what, two or three minutes before he does? Uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> so it's he, impressive. <laughs> and the best part is he's like five, six. He's not a big guy. <laughs> yeah, he's very close to being a tripod <laughs> but he's uh he's one of the most outwardly kind friendliest just giving uh, people and i think that is in, in one of these days we're going to do a single guys episode but i think that's what you're looking for as as whether you're a, a married lady looking for a third or whether you're a single lady looking for somebody to hang out with at a place like Hito. can you do any better than a guy like the ark I don't know. We did. We have run across a few and we know a married guy that goes as a single who also does an amazing job. So I think that's definitely on the docket for another day. Yeah, I think we'll have both of those guys on the show. Maybe even at the same time, we'll do yes. kind of a, a conference call kind of gig and let them uh, talk about it. But uh, we learned something. And this is the last piece of the faces of Hito. And we'll go to a break and come back and talk to you guys about the actual stories. But tell me. What did we learn from our driver? Oh, my gosh. So Mickey and I are huge music people. Between the two of us, we listen to everything. And when you go to Jamaica, it's dance hall, reggae, you know, pretty much all the time. And something we didn't know is we were leaving on Sunday and he's telling us about, you know, Sunday behaviors. It's very chilled and relaxed a lot like it is here in the States. You know, you, you cook dinner, you have family time. And they're all doing this. And he's like, do you want to hear the music we listen to when we're at home and, you know, spending time with our people? I was like, yeah, sure. And I'm thinking it's going to be like some retro reggae. He puts on Johnny Cash, George Jones, um, like these old school country songs. And I'm dying. I'm going, I never would have expected that. Yeah. And that's their Sunday dinner. I wish I remember the potwell word he used for it. Uh, but it's it's snacking, right? Is they they snack snack on Sundays they and they sit around and they smoke and they listen to old school country. Yes. Which I mean, I mean that just blew my doors off. Yes. I mean when he he turned on George Jones and he starts singing along with it. Yeah, Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, and I was like, wow, just wow. I don't even know what to say right now. And he's singing all the words. Yeah. Yeah, he got all of them. He really did. I just absolutely killed it. Uh I I mean I I can't tell you how much I love this guy. Uh, and you know, he was, and he ended up driving us to Ivan's, coming back. Yes. He went home and came back and got us the next morning tickets to the airport. Yeah. So his name is Courtney. If for some reason he's listening to this show, we're thinking about you, buddy, and we will see you in February. So why don't you tell folks where they can find us, and we'll go to a quick break and come back with how Hito is like a box of chocolates. Very <laughs> weird. Very weird, kinky, sexy chocolates. All right, guys, if you'd like to find us, we're at www.casualswinger.com. And you can always email us, podcast at Casual Swinger, with your comments and questions. You can also find us, as Casual Swinger, at Cassidy, SDC, SLS, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Pretty much anywhere Casual Swinger is, that's how you find us. Oh, and don't forget, we have that... um, Form up if you want to travel with us in February on our website. 
That's right. We do have a trip coming up in February back to Hedo, and we've got some available slots for that. Keep in mind, guys, we don't we don't affiliate. We don't make money on that nope. stuff. That's just you want to come party with us. There's some slots open. Uh, we did just get one of those this morning, too. So Excellent. Cool. Well, we'd love to meet you guys. Love to hang out. So definitely check that out if you're interested in and let us know if you have any questions. Awesome sauce. <laughs> awesome sauce. That's a shout out to Shavoy down at Hedonism too. Guys, we're gonna be back after the break. You're listening to Casual Swinger. Casual Swinger, everybody. Mallory here, and I've got Mickey with me, and we're going to get into why Hedonism 2 is like a box of crazy, sexy, weird chocolates. Very weird. So weird. Yeah, lots of lots of unique and interesting events happened. Um, I think we had like the annual like squirters reunion while we were there. Right. Actually, was it Angie that called it waterboarding? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. We literally had a guy waterboarded. Yeah. On I, the beach. It, well, and he's kind of vanilla. They don't play. No. And next thing I know, he's whacking this girl in the pussy that we call Hito Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. And he laid down on his back and just got drenched. And he was like, woohoo. Uh, <laughs> it was fantastic. I, I don't, uh, I, I mean, I guess I maybe, uh, so squirting is one of those things that I don't have a lot of exposure to. There's, I'm, I haven't done everything. You know, we haven't done everything. And we're not the first person, uh, or the first people to tell you, that, oh, yeah, we're perfect. We've done everything. Uh, but squirting's kind of new to us. Yes. Uh, I mean, in the last couple of years. And of course, Sheila is a big squirter. Oh, yeah. Sheila's a very big squirter. Yeah. She squirted all over the place during our last episode. <laughs> but it just seemed like this episode, squirting was everywhere. It was. It was definitely around. like a running theme for this trip. Right. Every time we turn around, someone's getting whacked on the pussy and juicing all over the floor. Right. And every time you stepped in like something wet or a puddle, you had to wonder is that Hito Barbie? Is that just a wave? Gross. Was that from the pool? Was that Sheila? <laughs> and it really was happening all over the place. It and did. Poolside, everywhere. During one of our games, there yes. was a squirting competition. It was like a fountain. I've never seen that before. Right. Like, it actually squirted up. Yeah, it gushed. Yeah. Like uh, two feet in the air. Yeah. Well, And there was that big spot in the sand that we had to cover during one of the cocktail hours <laughs> from right. Edo Barbie. That's right. I was like, what in the world is going on around here? And the last time it happened, I kind of felt bad because we were kind of off to the side and we were getting set up for a game. And next thing I know, three people are holding up Hito Barbie and she's getting whacked on the pussy and she's squirting. And then the next thing you know, uh, so Frank runs over and grabs her by the throat and starts choking the shit out of her. Not too hard. Like he had a firm grip, but she wasn't turning purple or anything. She loves it. She loves it. Yeah. Uh, But so she's she's getting choked and squirting all over the. Yeah, it was like a sprinkler. Tick 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 tick. I mean, just shooting out. It was fantastic. And and I'm standing there looking at them with this quizzical look on my face, like I well, because I had never seen anything like this before. It was like a team sport. Yeah, I was like, hey, let's go over and grab this chick and make her gush all over the sand, and that's exactly what happened. And it got to the point where I think Barbie was running around telling every, hey, I'm ready to squirt. You want to do it? 
Yeah. Like she knows when she's loaded and ready to go. Yeah, she does. Yeah. And she had plenty of volunteers. Oh God, there was no shortage. I wonder how I wonder how uh D felt her husband on that one. Like I mean, I wonder how how that goes when he's like, Oh, there goes my wife again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he holds her drink. <laughs> yeah, let me hold your drink for you while we do that. But you know, it's the the waterboarding aspect of it. I guess Angie said that like somebody sat on her face and squirted all over. She wasn't anticipating it. <laughs> Yeah, so for everyone out there, it's a courtesy, right? Like you're supposed to give warning, especially if you don't know that's going to happen. We're supposed to. Yeah. Well, so, the face. person who squirts probably should. I would think so. That yeah. well, I mean, and I don't mind it. I just I would like a heads up because I you know don't want to drown. <laughs> like what an end. Hold your nose. <laughs> like how do you explain that? Sorry, kids. Mom's gone. She drowned on dry land. Some girl came in her face. That was the end. (laughs) I'm going to get you a snorkel for the next time you eat pussy and heat (laughs) out. Because by the time we get back there, everyone will know how to squirt except Mallory. Hey. (laughs) It's on my list. Hey, but speaking of things running down your pussy. Oh, yeah. The pool party was pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we had to. So the first one was on Tuesday. That's when we had the biggest pool party Ahito has ever seen. It was the Rascals, the Pervs. Everyone joined in through an amazing party. There was 500 people on that damn pool. And one of the things we do in our group is share tequila shots. And we bring some pretty good damn tequila when we go down there. So we're running around with shakers. I have my rascalettes that include Sheila and T. And we're running around. And I was on the side of the pool. So why not take a few pussy shots? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got so, some, got to give some. I, I'm the MC of this party. So I got a mic in my hand, a giant top hat on, nothing else but what God gave me. And I turn around and I see her kind of, you know, spread eagle on the side of the pool, pouring tequila down her pussy. Like, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Maybe that was on the list of things we yeah. didn't discuss before the trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a few uh, makeout sessions in there too. A few yeah. slidey sessions. Oh yeah. That was, that was hot. Uh, you know, when we host, so this, this party that we're talking about happened because the bliss cruisers came in. So the bliss cruise is a cruise, what, two, 3000 lifestylers. It is. And they had a waiting list. So only six or 700 people were able to actually leave port, come to the resort for like four or five hours. And I will give it to the people at, the, at hedonism. They threw one hell of a party. The, they got all set up. The pictures are on Twitter and Instagram, I believe. Yeah. And we're going to throw a blog post up that have, uh, just has some pictures of some of the decorations. These guys. Yeah. Did. Got out early and took some photos with no people in them. Yeah, because you can't really take pictures on the naked side around the new pool. That's like a big no-no. You just don't do that. I've never seen the resort this dressed up. I mean, it was it was just absolutely awesome. And the reason they did that is the resort has 288 rooms. And with 288 rooms, you're looking at, you know, just slightly less than 600 people. And with slightly less than 600 people, we brought another 600 to the resort. Yes. With nowhere to go. Right. So they brought in extra bathroom, extra tables, all hands on deck, every employee. Yeah, they worked for 48 hours straight getting this set up. And yes, they, they, they again, knocked it out of the park. I was super impressed. And I love that most of those Bliss Cruisers came down to party with us. Yeah, they did. So it was obvious some shit was going down about noon. Yes. Uh, so 12 o'clock, it was, uh, I think, uh, let's see, I think the Fluffs were finishing up their party uh, from 12 to 2. And uh, Mark and Carly had hopped in to welcome all the Bliss Cruisers. And there was just this flood of orange wristbands. 
They were yes. everywhere. And next thing you knew, there were three times as many people as there were before. And I, I think that maybe the resort didn't plan for that, that people were going to skip all the fun shit they did and come straight to the nude pool, which is exactly what they did. Yes. So from three to five... I mean, we had a mix of everybody. We had blitz cruisers. We had our rascals there. We had some dirty pervs that were left over from the week before and the fluffs. They yeah. were everywhere. But one thing that the resort did do that I loved is there were probably eight bartenders behind the nude pool bar. Yes. Uh, there were extra bars set up around the resort yep. and there were extra cooks in the grill. So you didn't wait any longer for a drink nope. or for food than you did. No, I don't nobody think so. Was there. I mean, I was busy pouring and drinking tequila. So off your pussy. Yes. <laughs> but, hey. uh, you know, but me personally, uh, so I set a new record as an MC. For as more blowjobs than you've ever gotten during a party? Yeah, that was the, yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> I got seven blowjobs during the party. <laughs> Seven blood. We're we're doing the cheers like hand raised from across the pool at each other, <laughs> right? Because every time it, it was kind of like I was I was walking along the deck and I'm talking and I'd look down and it was like a baby bird was waiting for me. <laughs> uh, uh, feed me, and I'm like, oh, let me just put my penis in that. <laughs> what I think is great is you could you had to pause and like gather yourself. You're like, I have to say something, but I don't know if any words are going to come out of my mouth. I could see it on your face. Well, and n- not to grudge any of their skills but the more skilled they were the harder it was for me to speak yes <laughs> so that was kind of crazy uh but what made that party so crazy was just everybody and so much energy and passion and the dancing and you know when i'm standing up there yelling hedonism it's time to get those asses moving they obliged they did i mean my legs hurt the next day from dancing <laughs> my everything hurt yeah knees legs back uh i mean it's when you're talking four or five hours on your feet running around feeding people shots and i got to give mallory and the rascalettes just the greatest kudos that i can uh you know my job uh is to stand up there with a mic and to think of things to say their job's so much harder their job is to interact with you guys and and make sure you're having a good time and bring you drinks and and uh sometimes it you know, sometimes there's a little, you know, people are not asking for consent before they reach out and grab some of these girls and, and they have to put up with things that, uh, you know, well, not have to, but they choose to put up with some things that, uh, you know, they probably shouldn't have to. So we've had, had some conversations occasionally and maybe we'll have a consent episode sometime and talk about it. But I got to tell you, uh, for the folks that were playing fair and playing well, it was an amazing time. And there was so much of that. We're talking like 99, 5.5% of people doing it right. Yes. So it was, uh, it was super cool cool and really really awesome and it kind of led to the rest of the week because it was right at the beginning that was like tuesday right yeah tuesday tuesday set the bar pretty high and i think that energy level kept the entire week i mean right up until sunday morning well it gave us a a bar right that we had to try and meet and it did uh so wednesday was uh let's you know we had our first pool game on monday didn't we well we had our first beach game on monday that was past my box and that's like a spin on like a Facebook video or stuff maybe we've done um uh like during Christmas time with our family and friends so we we put a main prize in the bottom right and kept wrapping this gift over and over and hiding prizes inside and you had to unwrap the gift like in a circle and it like rolling the dice you get doubles you have to pass it these people are wearing penis um, <laughs> oven mitts yeah and, and a unicorn a, hat it was you have no fingers yeah no fingers right so and then of course as an MC I'm trying to figure out how to tell people how to do this. So naturally, for the first time in my life, I said, ladies, 
it's okay to use your teeth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and, and the, there were prizes interweaving between this. What do we have? Like 20 people around this table playing? Easily. And they got, like, the longer the game went on, the more prizes that came out, the more competitive it got. <laughs> oh, God. The, the competition was fantastic because the person behind them is rolling the dice. They roll doubles. They kick the person out, like Mallory just said. Well, the best part is they'd roll it and go, ha, ha, fuck you, you're out. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. It was like a giant game of screw your neighbor. Yeah. And this is, of course, with we had the ice luge there that day. Oh, the ice luge was The ice luge was great. So we're pulling double tequila shots, right? And doing pussy shots off of it. And doing pussy shots off of it. There's a running theme here. Um, (laughs) And then we had the epic party in you know, Tuesday and then Wednesday we had sectionary, which was hilarious as well. Sectionary might be one of my favorite games we play on the beach. That and Rascal Feedy. I like Rascal Feedy. Yeah, we got to bring that game back. We'll bring but that we back didn't play that this year. year. So um, sectionary is Pictionary and Charades mixed together. It's a team. But instead of shouting out the answer, once you recognize the drawing, you actually have to perform the act with your group. Oh, wow. So if, if you think about that for a second, there's a person up here trying to uh, draw Bukaki with stick figures. <laughs> they got it. They did get they it. fucking got it. I can't believe they got it. But in, in, uh, I think it was Johnny Five that was drawing that one. And uh, you remember Johnny Five from the last segment. He was one of our rock stars. And uh, he, he draws this, this stick figure jerking off all over everybody. <laughs> so then the rest of the team drops down to their knees and someone just stands there and jerks off all over everybody while their mouths are wide open. Uh, it was absolutely no, 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 that was actually, uh, it was like three of them all over one. Yes. Oh, it was so funny. It was it just, hilarious. I was dying laughing. It's so hard to emcee these games when you guys are so passionate and are having such a good time. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, that, the unofficial game that our little lounge singer brought with her. Did you know they make waterproof playing cards? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Never Where have you been? Before. I was mystified. All oh, right, man in a cave. Sorcery. <laughs> Drying hieroglyphics. Uh, <laughs> but you guys had a good time. Food. Yeah. Um, it brought back some college memories because you guys were playing Kings. Well, she said it was not Kings. It was light Kings, but it was Kings. Yeah. It was Kings all day long. And I know it was Kings because I was fucked up in about yeah. two hours. Yeah. You were more fucked up than a pair of football skates. Yeah. yeah. That was not okay. Yeah. Uh, no, but they, uh, that game was, was kind of neat. It was, it was a play on Kings and, and we had some fun doing that. And of course it ended up with people getting blowjobs on the side of the pool. Shocker. <laughs> but, uh, the game of the week for me, the game of the week was definitely Guitar Hero. <laughs> Absolutely. And that was Friday the Pool Party. But I will say I probably had more fun on the, well, not more fun, but I really enjoyed this year's Cat Cruise, which was on Thursday. All right. Well, let's cover the Cat Cruise first. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. that. Let's go chronological order, folks. So did, did I say chronologically wrong? I don't know. Did I? We said it at the same time and I think it fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> so the Cat Cruise is something that we do with the Rascals. To give everybody an opportunity to see Jamaica from the water and to see some of the prettier parts of those cliffs. Because the cliffs that run along the grill on Seven Mile Beach are some of the prettiest places in the world. It's where they filmed 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea back mm-hmm. in the 60s. Uh, it gives you an opportunity to cruise along the water, jump in, swim around a little bit, uh, take the water slide off the top of the, catam- uh, the catamaran uh, and spend time with your people. 
Yes, definitely. And yeah, 100 naked people. We got to fuck with other boats and people on land, which Never was great. Never give me a microphone and big speakers when there's other people oh, for me to fuck with. Mickey was so full of himself. So full of himself. We're mocking them. We're waving at the sandals boat going, enjoy your book. Yeah, I got 83 people to scream, enjoy your book at a boat full of sandals. People. Yeah. <laughs> which they all kind of looked at us and went, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> how about how much did your shitty drink cost? Because my Mine was included. I did that to Rick's. Uh, so we're, 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 we pulled up outside of Rick's. So we, that kind of leads us to the white Jamaican boat captain, oh, Brandon. So delicious. So Jamaicans speak a language called Patois, which is like a broken English, Creole, French. Like it's, it's a mix of everything. And I find it very sexy, but Patois is also an attitude. So this boat captain has lived in Jamaica all his life. White guy, his name's... Brandon. Brandon. And I so have a crush on him. I've had a crush on him for the first time we went to Hito. And then I found out his mom runs the operation. Right. Yeah, we know And I felt mom. like such a pervert, yeah, well. which is fine. I don't <laughs> yeah. mind feeling like a pervert. We're always perverts at Hito. But, you know, the funny thing is, uh, so Brandon has been a boat captain his whole life. And these, cat, these cats are huge. Enormous. It's a big boat. I mean, we got 83 people on there and people had space. So we get on this boat and we get to Rick's Cafe. Which is Rick's Cafe is known among anybody that doesn't get naked and party with us as the party spot in Negril. Yes. And what that means is that's the spot you go to pay too much for shitty liquor. Um, yeah, so, watch the cliff divers. Yeah, watch the cliff divers. And that that's pretty much their draw is come watch people jump in the water. So we pulled up to Rick's and there were like four cats there and everybody was kind of in a semicircle blocking off Rick's. But that didn't stop Brandon. No, that guy is a... a- He's amazing. I, I don't know how else to describe him because he did it blind. Yeah. He could he not see. see through people. No, all he could see was there. asses. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody was on the front of the boat to fuck with the people on the cliffs at Rick's and, you know, shake their asses and wiggle titties. And uh, so I look over and he tucks this catamaran in between two others and pulls right up to Rick's like a Prius. Yes. Uh, he just like tucks it right in there. And so I felt like if he got me that close, it was a moral imperative for me to give these people a hard time. Oh, yeah. And so, also a show because it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There yeah. was a show. Me and How's S. that London, London Bridge going down? <laughs> so I went up front and M and S were up front and he was fucking S from behind on the boat. So I said, <laughs> well, naturally, it's my job to get in front of her. So I jumped in front of her and we ran a London Bridge on her in the front of the <laughs> <laughs> right in front of Rick's. <laughs> and then I run back and grab the mic and I tell I tell everybody at Rick's, I'm like, hey, you guys up there I said, how much did your shitty drink cost? <laughs> Mine was included. <laughs> so, I mean, don't give me a mic when there's 500 people watching because then the very next thing that happens is a chant of show your tits. Oh, yes. The whole book. Went bananas and we got to see a lot of titties from down there. I couldn't see anything but you guys' asses because the mic was in the back of the boat. (laughs) So all I got to see was asses and elbows. And I saw some cool things happening up front, like through between people's legs. But there was a double blowjob. Yes. There was a cut. And then there was a blowjob where I believe C sat on your face. Oh, yeah, that's true. I had to take the opportunity. It's tradition at this point. I'm so, so yeah, she was crouching down and I just slid in there. That pussy looks delicious. It's yummy. Oh, it is, yeah. It's like rainbows and sunshine. Yeah, so that happened on the front of the boat. And the people at Rick's, if they weren't jealous, then they're prudes. 
<laughs> because that was just incredible things happening. Uh, so we we back out of Rick's and Brennan turns around and says, I think they need some more. <laughs> Take us back. <laughs> Round two. Round two. Tucks it right back in there. And we proceed to screw with these guys some more. Uh, it was such a good time. But I think the thing about the cruise that jumps out the most for me is when you know, we we get we pull away from there. We stop. We said hi to Francine, of course, because uh, and by the way, by the way, saying hi to Francine means we pull up. We're in the ocean, and this is a cliffside restaurant where I have eighty people screaming, "We want Francine!" And uh, we got her. We got yeah. her quick this time too. We, we didn't did. have to embarrass the we whole did. restaurant. And that was great. I think my favorite is the sunset. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, because we get to watch the sunset from the water before we pull back into port. And it's just a very emotional and beautiful moment for the boat. Because everyone, the party's going, but it, it simmers down. You see lovers holding and hugging each other and swinging back and forth and friends holding hands. and That's right. And if the MC plays the right song, it really comes off well. It did. Time. The song actually ended right as the sun set. Yeah, we started this thing perfectly. It so was, this, the last note yeah. of the song is right when. And so what had happened is I'd looked to the right and I saw the moon. And you, it looked like the moon was chasing the sun from the yes. sky. It was, it was coming over the side of the boat. And uh, we were playing uh, Don't Stop Believing" by Journey was the song for the sunset this trip. I know it's cheesy, but you kind of had to be there to fully yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, 80 people with, the, with all the feels. All the feels. Uh, super, super fun. Uh, really cool cat cruise. We got back in and uh, and got off. And you would not be you you would actually be shocked. I think at how many people did not make dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were shit faced. <laughs> but that's the cat cruise in a nutshell. So we did things like poolside games. We did things like the cat cruise. We did the largest nude pool party in the history of hedonism and that brings us uh let's see i think thursday though that night was the glow party right uh no tuesday's glow tuesday party was glow party okay yeah. so that's why we were so damn tired yes because we had to emcee the the glow party and party after the bliss cruisers yeah oh, that's why we were so tired yeah and that was a great glow party so if you guys read our blog on this or, or listen to this you can tell it all kind of runs together it does you never ask somebody what day it is there. No. Nobody no. really knows. No. Unless saying, they just arrived. Uh, where am I? When did I get here? Yeah, but they all know what day they go home. <laughs> yeah. And which uh, we'll, we'll, we'll finish up today with, uh, with, with what happens when you go home. But uh, we did have a dance party. We had an impromptu dance party. Yeah, we disco. invaded Yeah, the disco, which happens to be downstairs and it's kind of segregated from the rest of the resort, which is not always convenient. So people miss it. So it does tend to be a little empty down there. But we had, what, 50 people in there, 60 oh, people. And it smelled like a, it used to smell like a dead body in there. No, so they've done a great there, job. Now it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They've cleaned it up. It looks great. You can actually see into the main pool when mm -hmm. people are swimming up there. The oh, yeah, bar the is fully window. staffed. <laughs> yeah, I it, threatened to go up there and put my dick in that window, but apparently it's nine feet down and i wasn't feeling that wow you're about a foot too short in that dick huh honey <laughs> yeah just a foot too short <laughs> you know so how about it and this is the first time outside we've so we've had sibians 
at mm-hmm. Edo. We've had motor bunnies mm-hmm. at Edo. But I've never seen a fuck soul at Edo before. And we saw two of them because Mark and Colleen brought one. Yep, they brought one. And then we had a guest, our neighbor, the get oh, yeah, your that finger lady. out of my ass. She brought it down to the pool. <laughs> free rides, ladies, free rides. And I'll be damned if somebody didn't take her up on it. She's got this giant fucking DeWalt with a 10-inch dick on she, the end of it. That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. She's ass naked wearing her blinged out jewelry because that's really the only thing ladies you need to wear at Hito is a necklace and some earrings, you know? Zazz it up a little. She walks down, she's blinged out, and she's got this huge DeWalt case, and I'm going... She looks like one of the fucking she, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh, she helping maintenance? And then it dawns on me, I'm like, she's got a fucks all. I bet you anything. Oh, man. And I couldn't believe that someone volunteered to play her silly game. She laid down on the side of the pool. Oh, yeah. More than one person. And went to work. Yeah. Hey, Taste for everything. Everyone's got their own flavor. Yeah, there's an ass for every seat, I guess, because this lady proceeded to fuck this woman's <laughs> brains out with a fuck all. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you don't know what a fuck all is, a fuck all is a, a reciprocating saw that you put a different attachment on the end of it with a giant dick on it, and you can use it as a fucking machine. Now, the thing about reciprocating saws is they don't have a lot of, our, of motion forward and backward, and unless you have a variable speed reciprocating reciprocating saw, they can be very fast, which results in friction. Yes. So you need lots of lube and you need to know what the hell you're doing so you don't hurt somebody. Gee, I wonder where you learned that from. All right. So I might have bought one once, but I I think that was the moment of terror when Mallory moved in with me and opened the drawer and takes out this dildo on a stick and goes, what's this? I think the biggest mistake was letting you try it on me without knowing exactly what I got myself into. I didn't know it was a 10,000 RPM. My pussy may have caught fire. There was definitely smoke. (laughs) It looked pretty cool from my end. (laughs) Yeah. Cool, but not sexy because you were laughing your ass off. It was funny as shit. You're like, what a dumbass. She's letting me do this. (laughs) (laughs) And you can't run away from it. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. So there were fucksalls, there was squirting, there was parties, there was glow nights, there was disco dance-offs, there was there was air guitar with their cocks, there was girls jacking off pumps with big condoms on them, shooting off into the sky. <laughs> yeah, Jack and Jill. And we were passing around presents that people had to unwrap with mittens in their teeth. And amidst all of this... I'm walking around like an asshole wearing top hats. Oh, my gosh. Your hats were absolutely ridiculous this week. And I, I love that you wear them, and I love why you wear them. Yeah, so people ask me all the time why I wear the hats. So uh, first, I'll tell the story of why I wore the hat the first time, and then why I kept wearing them. So uh, we were at Hito years ago when the family dog had passed away. And they couldn't find me on the resort. And uh, so we, our kids took care of it while we were gone. And it was really sad. And that we weren't able to talk to our kids and help them through that time because they couldn't find me on the resort. And I resolved from that point on, I would do something utterly asinine to make sure people could find me on the resort if they ever needed me. Well, that became everyone could find me on the resort. Yes. And so whenever anybody needs help on the resort, they can always find me. Yes. And uh, I can always find you. And my, and my, <laughs> my wonderful wife can always find me. But you know what? I think next year you're in on the action. I am. I think we're going to have a matching set. 
I think we're going to plan it out so our headpieces match each other. Yeah. And the reason is, you know, as hosts, we need to make sure that everybody's having a good time, that if there is a problem, that we're the ones that are dealing with it. Um, regardless of what that problem is, it might be, I don't know where to go. I don't exactly. I, I lost my wristband. Um, or it could be something more severe. And we're there for that. That's what we do. So uh, that was super cool uh, that, you know, people were able to find me <laughs> because yeah. of these hats. And then, and then you play the game both on resort and social media with what's under my hat, which is always a good time. And it always runs in themes. My favorite one, though, was one of the first ones. So we did what room key the first night for everyone getting there. And the second day you did a cock ring and the person that guessed it, he takes it out of his hat and he goes, Jesus, it was the size of a donut, right? It was one of the big ones. It's a good cock ring. Yeah. And what did he say to you? <laughs> uh, what did he say? Is that for my arm? <laughs> it was good. And then he called it my Krispy Kreme cock donut. (laughs) Later in the week, he's like, well, I'm not using your cock ring. (laughs) So, yeah, I did. uh, So I do this every time. Um, I do it on social media and I do it at the resort. I offer people to play what's under my hat. If you guess what's under my hat, then I either mail you a prize if you're on social media or if you're on the resort, we have prizes for you. And they're things like our, you know, casual swinger stainless steel cups uh, or maybe the Rachel's Rascals stainless steel cups that we make. Or maybe it's a T-shirt. Uh, Bluetooth and speakers. Away, yeah, uh, I mean. Bluetooth speakers. We give you a massage yep. at the resort. Uh, matter of fact, Jay won that. Yes. Lucky girl. Uh, so we give away a lot of stuff. You know, we also give away a, lot, away a lot of things during the cocktail party for Rachel's Rascals. Yeah, that was really impressive. I think there wasn't a gift under $200, $250 on that table. Yeah, and there were there's 10 or 12 gifts. And... The reaction for the shoes, so they're no longer available, but if you've ever seen Aura Heels, we actually had the privilege of meeting the people that made them. Um, that they're, yeah, they're no longer making them anymore, but they have several settings. So they're the clear shoes in the bottom. They kind of have like a, um, what would you call it? Like a fog or what is that? Mm, Opaqueness? Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, heck, I can't remember. Yeah. Well, they have this opaqueness and they have acrylic. Yeah, acrylic. So, and they have lights in different modes and settings in there. And this woman that's been traveling with us has wanted ones since she she saw him when we started giving them away. And this was the last year for him. She was giving like the bag because you pull out like the raffle ticket to match. She was putting hoodoo on it. Yeah, she was putting hoodoo on it. And I'll be damned if her name didn't get called. And she's doing the Tina Turner screaming her head off. I fell over laughing. I skinned my knee. I've never seen a reaction like that to a pair of fucking shoes before. They're sexy as shit, though. Aura heels, A-U-R-A. Aura heels are some of the sexiest things in the world. The guy that made them uh, is a good friend of mine. We love him to death. Uh, But... That woman who won those was that that was so pleasing yes. for us as organizers yep. to see it. Um, it's worth every bit the money it's going to cost me to get those shoes made. It, it is. And we gave away what womanizers, Lilo ones. I mean, Jim and Rachel did a spectacular job setting up the prize table. They really did. And that prize table was was almost all them. So, yeah, uh, you know, and kind of, you know, before we uh, we close up and again, this is just a small subset of what happened this week, guys. So before we close up and go to our third segment of the day, which is Cocktail Corner, where we're going to talk about a couple of staple Jamaican cocktails. Um, big thank you to Jim and Rachel, all of the rascals, Jay and Angie, uh, just uh, everybody that came out and just laid it out there for this trip. There's no way we could mention all of you, but we are thinking of you. Yeah, and we love you. 
<laughs> so we're going to take a break and uh, we come back to the break. We're going to talk a little bit about some of our favorite Jamaican cocktails that you can make right there at home and bring a little bit of Jamaica home to your place. But before we do it, Mel. Yeah. And if you want to see some of the pictures from the trip, don't forget, you can find us as Casual Swinger on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, SLS, SDC. And I know I'm missing one again. I did this last name, Cassidy. There we go. That's right. And of course, our website. And if you want to contact us, you can reach out. If you want to travel with us, it's right there on our website. You can reach out to us at podcast at casualswinger.com is our email address. I'll probably build a feedback form at some point this week, too. Somebody mentioned that to us something that maybe would be helpful so anyway uh you guys can do that and of course if you haven't done it i'm gonna do it make sure you leave us a review on itunes or somewhere uh help us out we got a troll that uh, left us some nasty nasty words dropped our review down to we're only a four and a half (laughs) (laughs) but hey we're gonna be right back with cocktail corner thanks a lot for listening guys you're listening to casual swinger It's uh, cocktail corner time here on Casual Swinger. Woo! <laughs> right? Not that I need anymore. I think I need to dry out for a few days. Yeah, I think uh, a drying out period is in order for us. But, you know, while we were there, we, we definitely have a staple set of cocktails that we get into at Hedonism, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. And this one's absolutely a staple. And um, the spin on it is. It's a very popular drink. We wanted to pick something that that everybody likes, right? Because last time we did Cocktail Corner, I talked about the old fashioned and and kind of where it came from and stuff like that. This time's going to be a little bit quicker because we have a a nice long episode for you guys. But I wanted you guys to take something away from this that you can make at home. So the one that we're going to talk about is my favorite. I I call it breakfast. Yeah, (laughs) but it's good any time of the day. It is. And it's a favorite. Famous, famous drink called the Dirty Banana. Mmm, delicious. Delicious. So, Dirty Banana has a couple of things in it. What is it? It's a frozen drink that kind of comes out like a milkshake. It tastes like a, a rummy banana milkshake. Mm-hmm. But it's absolutely delicious. So, you can make a pitcher of this stuff. Uh, and a pitcher is the way you want to make it because you're going to go through it. I promise. It does go down fast and it does have a lot of booze in it. So, do be careful if you mm-hmm. make these at home. It'll sneak up on you. That it'll do. Now, how do you make it? It takes uh, Tia Maria, which is a coffee liqueur. You can use any kind of coffee liqueur you want. Uh, whatever, you know, whatever blows you away. Tia Maria is what they use in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a couple of coffee liqueurs that you can get. Kahlua yep. would be one that would might uh, go well in it. Um, and of course, rum cream. Now, rum cream is hard to get. Here. Yeah, I haven't seen it here in the States. It's definitely a staple there in Jamaica, but you can replace the rum cream with like something like a Bailey's. Mm-hmm. You can. Uh, and uh, I think Cruzan makes a rum cream in some parts of the country. So you might be able to find it, but it's not. So rum cream tends to not have a lot of booze rum cream with a lot of booze like a sangsters is like 15 percent, so it's still really low yes uh but rum cream is utterly delicious uh we actually didn't mean to give a bottle to our old neighbors and then they poured it over ice cream it made me want to be blasphemous yeah <laughs> i was very unhappy yeah but uh three ounces of dark rum three ounces of rum cream 
six ounces of now you can do milk you can do half and half you can do a heavy cream depends on how creamy you want it to be true and the way i usually get my made i dial back on the cream or the milk and get a shot of the white rum which is super potent oh my god yeah if you add a shot of white rum to this stuff which you might want to do if you're using baileys white rum is like plutonium rocket fuel yeah, they use an overproof rum there, which is mm-hmm. over a hundred proof. Yeah, it, it'll it'll make your short hair stand straight yes. out. There's no question about it. Now, don't forget two ounces of simple syrup. Two ounces of simple syrup is basically water and sugar that's been boiled down till the sugar dissolves. One and a half to two bananas for a pitcher. Uh, they usually throw two in for good measure, and don't forget the ice. So that's Tia, Tia Maria uh, coffee liqueur, rum cream, dark rum, milk or heavy cream and a couple of bananas and some ice. Blend that up and bam, you've got one of the most delicious Jamaican beverages that is a staple at resorts all the way around the island. Yeah, that's true. And uh, other people put a spin on it and add some vodka instead of me, who does the overproof rum, and a little bit of strawberry syrup, and boom, you have what they call a hummingbird, which is a sweeter version. Right, so an even sweeter version of the dirty banana called the hummingbird is just adding a little bit of vodka or maybe that white rum that, that Mallory likes to add. And uh, Makes my clothes fall off. <laughs> Joke's on you. I had no clothes on to begin with. Yeah, that's what somebody said about the tequila during tequila <laughs> hour every day. Oh, no, tequila's here. Clothes are coming off. Oh, shit, we're naked anyway. But hey, so that's a quick cocktail corner for you guys today. That is the most popular drink at any resort in Jamaica. It's called the dirty banana. It's easy to make. It's super delicious. And those of you that have been to Hito have had it before. But then it's a prettier, sweeter cousin. The hummingbird. Oh, I love mm. it when she hums. But hey, guys, that does it for Cocktail Corner, and that does it for Casual Swinger today. I'm going to let Mallory do what she does best and tell everybody how to find us. And uh, we'll be back in less than two weeks with a living history of hedonism, too. So, Mallory, tell them how they can find us. Oh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening today. Please look for us on www.casualswinger.com. We will be adding blog posts. And if you'd like to reach out to us, it's podcast at casualswinger.com. Find us as Casual Swinger on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SLS, Cassidy, and SDC. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Take it easy. 